If you ever wonder whether you are an emotional eater or not, the answer may surprise you. If there is something that I want you from the deepest core of my being, it is to understand this concept. So I'm not going to say stay tuned today because I am insisting, I urge you to listen to this episode. Welcome to Weightwise Revolution podcast. I'm your host Dr. Anu Gupta, weight loss consultant of high performing and busy women like you, and this podcast is where you can learn how to lose weight permanently by unlocking the power of your brain. If you're looking to overcome overeating, emotional and stress eating so that you can enjoy your life more with a body you love, you are in the right place. Let's do this. Hi there. How are you doing? Welcome to episode 6. Today I'm going to talk about emotional eating. And this topic is so so close to my heart. And what I'm going to teach you and bring to your awareness is something that I wished I knew some 20 years back. And it is something that I see majority of the humans struggle with. And when I say majority, I mean 99.9% of the people. So I'm going to be talking about emotional eating. And you must be thinking, uh, Anu, seriously, 99.9% of the humans struggle with this. But what I'm about to teach you is so, so much more than just emotional eating. It's actually about emotions. okay and i'm sure you'll be like oh yeah this might be applicable to 99 point or 100% of the humans right now we are emotional beings and this education in my opinion should be taught in schools like on a widespread level right we're taught about maths and history and geography and biology but not how to take care of ourselves when we feel powerless in the face of anger and loneliness and anxiety right so i'll be dividing this topic of emotional eating and emotions and uh, i'll be teaching you the wrong way to deal with emotions and the wiser way all the good stuff in i think a couple of episodes i don't know how many maybe two or three we'll see okay but today we are going to clarify and understand certain basics say misconceptions as to what exactly is emotional eating and all that okay so to get started let me ask you are you an emotional eater like take a moment and think about what comes up for you yes no maybe sometimes often rarely really notice what comes up for you now if i i'm going to define in very simple terms emotional eating means eating in response to an emotion Notice I said response to an emotion not hunger I want you to just 
ponder over how many times in a day or week you only and only eat in response to true physical hunger when say your body needs fuel right to function and carry on do you eat only and only when hungry see i always say when we pay attention that is when we bring our awareness to something that is the beginning and um, a solid beginning for long term behavioral change it is very easy to simply notice like i've put on weight and i want to lose weight let me google some diet foods or go to a dietitian to get a diet plan or uh, start exercising but frankly speaking that doesn't take care of the root cause of the issue like that cannot ever solve your weight issue for good and you'll understand why i'm saying this as we proceed right anyways coming back to your awareness being your uh, brain coach your awareness being your superpower so bring your awareness to this question and honestly look at if you only and only eat when hungry okay now if you're not sure i recommend that you play with this question throughout the upcoming week and in real life situations like every single time you eat in the coming week ask yourself is my body genuinely hungry am i actually hungry okay ask yourself and um, if your answer is no i don't i don't always eat when hungry then you are an emotional eater and uh, you're also aware of it which is great acknowledging that is a step ahead than most women who are not aware of it okay now i want to highlight how our culture perceives an emotional eater to be like we've all seen sitcoms and movies where the heroine after a breakup is weeping and she has this tub of ice cream which she's eating while crying yeah i remember a scene from dil dhadakne do movie where uh, shifali shah she's angry at anil kapoor's affairs and she's shoveling down chocolate truffles in bathroom and even smears some chocolate on her face something like that is coming to my mind and um, currently i'm working with a client a brilliant young doctor who started binging huge amounts of food mostly being alone at night after her mother passed away last year okay so i give you these examples to bring to your notice what our culture perceives as emotional eating to be like our culture presupposes that emotional eating is some deep dark secret that mostly some women struggle with and it's associated with these biggies like sadness and grief and trauma and loneliness and depression and abuse and suppressed anger 
and it's only found in some women like i want to stress the quotes some women who are not able to effectively cope with some huge dark chaotic life situations and so they are an anomaly and there's something wrong with them let me tell you that nothing could be farther from the truth firstly emotional eating is not just the inability to cope with some big obvious emotions like depression sadness suppressed anger okay you know when you're irritated by the traffic and you reach your workplace and grab a coffee and a cookie that's emotional eating when i'm irritated with gorov and i land up in the kitchen with my first instinct to grab an apple that's emotional eating when uh, you have a disagreement with your boss or your client or your coworker or your husband or even a friend and you overeat at dinner that's emotional eating when you're anxious about a work deadline and you grab some namkeen with lemonade when you're excited and are celebrating with food and you can't just stop eating your f- favorite dessert or cake when the kids annoy you and you reach out for a chocolate when you're bored and entertain yourself by getting creative in the kitchen when you are dissatisfied with how your career or finances are shaping up and you reach for tea when you're simply experiencing this vague restlessness that is an essential part of human experience and fill your bowl with ice cream at night when my husband gorov is standing in front of the pantry cupboard and staring at it mid morning i'm thinking which namkeen to eat these all are examples of emotional eating what <laughs> Yes. So, coming back to the definition, eating in response to an emotion. So, not just the obvious blatant in your face emotions, it's all the emotions that are part of human experience, right? Including irritation, annoyance, anxiety, restlessness, disappointment, jealousy, worry, inadequacy, boredom, happiness, connection, excitement, the entire range, the entire range of what it means to be alive. That's the first myth buster, okay? The second thing I want you to know is that emotional eating doesn't only show up in weak-willed women who are incapable to cope with emotions or have some lower intelligence than the rest of the people or that there's something wrong with them. No. Far from having a weakness or lower intelligence or low skill level, emotional eating is actually often seen in high functioning in driven in ambitious women okay in fact what i have noticed is that women who are emotional eaters and are also aware about that they have a pretty high iq and are creating amazing lives for themselves it's just that they have never been taught how to navigate and process the emotions in a more powerful way 
So since they are very smart, they have found a way to continue to lead a high functioning life, which is by using food to keep going, right? And isn't it true for all humans? Like in my formal education, I was never taught how to up-level my emotional intelligence. Yes, um, in fact, we as a society never teach our kids how to process emotions. All we teach them is to suppress or distract or react to emotions. Like I'm not blaming the parents. They don't know any better. They themselves have no tools to process their emotions and so they teach what they know is best, right? I uh, remember my first panic attack. You know, my first attack was this emotional storm when I was in class 10th. Uh, pre-board exams okay I had a huge panic attack I felt completely helpless the fear of getting high grades and the fear of not being able to do well like anticipating that literally had me shaking and I was frozen I didn't know what was happening. I just couldn't comprehend why was I feeling the way I was feeling. And my parents also didn't know what was happening to me. They couldn't comprehend what exactly was the cause. Like I was a scholar student used to getting A plus grades throughout. So they were kind of speechless. They had no justification about the way I felt, right? They just held me and they comforted me. They loved me. They did their best. That day was a day before the exam and I did well in spite of studying. Like I had done the course way back, but I didn't get to revise the course out of sheer anxiety and fear. Okay. And after that exam, that instance was forgotten. It was never explored nor examined. Nothing. And mind you, I have amazing parents and I had this amazing childhood. Yet, processing emotions and emotional education has nothing to do with deep, dark, traumatic events or anything. It includes all that. But just to point out that it also includes all the day-to-day -day routine situations that our brains don't have instant solutions with. Or let me say that our routine micro situations in life where we feel powerless and we feel we are at the effect of such situations. Anyways, that is why this topic is so, so, so close to my heart. How to cultivate emotional intelligence, in my opinion, is a basic and critical life skill, which I think um, should be taught as a part of foundational education in school to all humans, right? Okay, so far we have established that if you eat without genuine physical hunger, you are an emotional eater, Next is, emotional eating comprises of even the not-so-obvious emotional outbursts or storms, but also the subtle emotions of human life. And the third thing that we have busted is that women who are emotional eaters have some weakness or anything, not true. 
they are high functioning individuals who are actually quite successful in their lives right next i want you to know that if you have extra weight you are an emotional eater period no question or doubt about that whether it is 5 extra kilos or 50 you eat in response to your emotions which is mm, neither a good thing or a bad thing and um, i'll come back to this in a moment like hold on okay because i want to point out that if you are thinking oh i don't have extra weight so i'm not an emotional eater let me tell you that you can be so here's the thing if you are overweight you're an emotional eater but you can be an emotional eater if even if you have no extra weight like if weight issue is not an issue in your life still you can be an emotional eater emotional eating is not only found in the overweight folks what yes so many thin women also eat emotionally and feel powerless around their emotions okay i want you to remember that and by the way many women don't use food to cope up with their emotions they may be using cigarettes or drugs alcohol or you know seemingly legit ways such as overworking over netflixing over exercising over spending over partying gossiping anything that you're doing in your life in an attempt to escape from uncomfortable emotions there you're not processing your emotions in a wiser way hands down okay but since we're talking about emotional eating so this is about food but in this series i will be teaching you how to process your emotions powerfully instead of using an external solution that takes away your power so it's going to be valuable even if you don't have a weight issue or even if you don't use food to escape your reality so the thin folks just because they don't have extra weight doesn't mean they may not be an emotional eater well they may be good at compensating for all the extra food and that is why no weight issue but they still need to learn how to do this inner work in order to be free right in order to be free from being a puppet of their emotions okay the last thing that i want you to understand is that we are all emotional beings there's there's nothing wrong in being an emotional eater it's as i said neither a positive nor a negative thing it becomes an issue when we are not where we want to be right and more importantly it's an issue because the underlying emotion as well as the life circumstance that triggered that emotion in the first place goes unresolved right let me put it this way being a human it would mean that there will be times when you eat emotionally like duh <laughs> which is not what we are trying to eradicate that's not the goal the goal is to come to a place where you do that 
consciously from your higher brain see when we are eating emotionally it's unconscious eating it's uh, from a place of powerlessness meaning the food is so tasty or you know we are overeating and we have no control over it and we are not able to stop which is a lie right the truth is you always have control but when you're swept under the influence of your emotional brain it almost feels like hypnotic right it almost feels like we are under this hypnotic influence as if we have no real control and someone or something else is eating for you right when we don't know how to process the emotions be it any any kind of feeling small or big we instead of using our higher brain as a resource to tackle that we react to it we react to it by using an external solution such as food in an attempt to feel better in an attempt to change our emotional experience okay and why is this a problem firstly because you are using an external solution for an internal problem which needless to say does not work and secondly it takes away your power that is it makes you dependent on that external solution like you're constantly then chasing food to change your emotional experience okay you need that food to feel better right so you're constantly relying on food to cope with your emotions and for how long will that last that chasing food is going to continue and thirdly the actual emotion that actual say uncomfortable emotion or maybe a positive ex- emotion also doesn't get resolved you simply feel relieved in the moment but the actual emotion doesn't go anywhere the neural pathways of that emotion keeps getting stronger and stronger and you keep reacting to it the neuropeptides of that emotion keeps getting embedded in your body rather than being solved for like have you ever seen out of proportion anger for seemingly insignificant situations or let's say built up resentment and uh, we all have seen road rage and we know how this horrible anxiety and this huge amount of worry in seemingly little situations in life feel like right this is what i'm talking about when emotions are not processed they keep building up until they boop, <laughs> until they burst and all that reaction comes out in ways which you later regret which you do not like and all those unprocessed emotions make you react uh resulting in consequences which are negative which you do not desire which feel like this is not who i am right that is the issue so for this episode i'm going to stop here
I hope you got clarity around whether or not you qualify as an emotional eater and you're also clearly aware that if you are one there is a way out which in my opinion is the only way out and in next episode I will continue this conversation and I will teach you the approach the powerful approach to deal with your emotions without needing food to shovel them down okay so it's going to be great if you could leave me a review on iTunes and if you like this episode and if you're finding value in it how about sharing it with your friends that is really going to help me in my mission and spread this message to more amazing women like you thank you so much i will talk to you very soon thanks for joining me on weightwise revolution now take the next step and go to dranugupta.com/guide and grab your free guide called six steps to jump start permanent weight loss and hey join me again next week for more support on your journey to happy healthy weight for life